This is episode 116, Striving to be Spiritual with Chantel Christensen. Hi, this is Jocelyn with Striving to be Spiritual, a podcast for moms wanting to strengthen their spirituality. We use the teachings of Jesus Christ and the apostles to come closer to God and ultimately fulfill our divine calling of mothering and raising His children. Hello, how is everybody doing today? I'm coming at you with another interview, and I'm so excited. This interview was from a close friend of mine who actually has inspired and encouraged me a lot in the recording and starting of this podcast. She is an inspiration and a great example to me. Her name is Chantel Christensen, and she's got some great tips for us today that I think you'll want to incorporate into your lives. Before we jump into that interview, I want to ask if you were able to do the point of light for your life from my last podcast episode, which was to find a spot in your home that's clogging your brain with clutter. (laughs) You know, those clutter spots that we all tend to get and spend 10 minutes working on it. If you weren't able to work on it, I encourage you to still do that. 10 minutes isn't very long and you'll be surprised at how much you can knock out of doing that and cleaning up your clutter spots. I think you'll find that if you clean some of these clutter spots, your mind will be more open to spiritual inspiration. All right, we are going to interview Chantel Christensen. Can you tell us about yourself? Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. So thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah. Okay. So I've been married for almost 11 years and I have five kids. Um, My oldest is eight and then I have a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and then twin one and a half-year-olds. And it is very crazy at my house. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) And I live in Utah. Um, I love music, especially bluegrass music. I also love children's books, picture books. I have like um, <clears throat> kind of an obsession with children's books and I'm always trying to find like the very best children's books that are out there. Um, you might have to share do. a list with me. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally have a list. Um, yeah. I could totally share that. That'd be I, great. Yeah. There's just so many good children's books out there and anyway, I just totally love them. And whenever we go to the library, we always get like tons and tons and tons of books. And I'm like more excited about it than my kids are. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's great. Yeah. um, Okay. What else? I am a homeschool mom and a public school mom. I've done both and I'm going to grad school in the fall and yeah. Yep. Just trying to survive one day at a time. Right. I'm sure with (laughs) five young children, that's not easy. (laughs) Chantel's a good friend of mine and she encouraged this podcast big time. So. Anyway, she's the reason that you guys get to hear me. (laughs) Well, it was all you. You're just an awesome person. But um, I was going to tell you a funny story about the twins. Hopefully, is that okay if I tell that really quick? Yeah, totally. So a couple weeks ago, so my twins are one and a half. And a couple weeks ago, um, I gave all my kids some cookies. And we were like busy cleaning up the house. And I didn't know where my twins were. Like, I was like, where are the twins? Uh And then we discovered that they were in the bathroom and they were dipping their cookies in the toilet. 
and then eating it. Oh no. <laughs> and, it made, and what was even worse was that the toilet was like full of like whoever went to the bathroom before one of my kids did not flush. So there was like pee. So it was like, they were dipping their coins <laughs> in pee and eating it. And I was like, seriously? Oh, anyway, so yeah, so that's what my life looks like on a daily basis. <laughs> Luckily everyone's still alive. Oh, <laughs> hey, That's funny that they even liked it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. They're crazy. Any more about yourself that you want to share? Um, nope. That, that about sums it up. All right. I think I want to start with what is your favorite scripture and why? Okay. My favorite scripture is Moroni 7:45, And I'll read it. Um, it says, And charity suffereth long, and is kind, and envieth not, and is not puffed up, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, and rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. And that's been my favorite scripture since I was like a teenager probably. And it's, it's my favorite because it's the kind of person I want to be. Um, and I have a long ways to go, but I just, it's just such a beautiful scripture. Like if I, if I can become that person, then I think I've made it. (laughs) So I think that's, yeah, it's just a good reminder of exactly the kind of person that I would like to be. So that's why I love that scripture. Totally. And Christ is full of charity. What a great example to live by. And that's a great scripture to have as one of your favorites. What is the greatest spiritual insight you have learned that you would like to share with those who listen to this podcast? Okay. That is such a good question, by the way, Jocelyn. <laughs> this really made me think. Um, so the answer that came to me for this is um, the greatest spiritual insight that I've learned is um, learning how the Spirit speaks to me. And the way that, and I, I discovered this, or not discovered, but I kind of learned this about myself about, probably about five years ago. And the way that the Spirit speaks to me is by using one-liners. Oh. And so I'll explain what I mean. Um, so um, here's an example. So last week in the Come Follow Me uh, manual, they were having us read Mosiah um, chapter 7 through 10. And it was talking about um, King Lemhi and his people and how they were in a, a dire situation. And then Ammon came. And this is what it says in the lesson. It says, um, when Ammon came, he gave King Limhi a spark of hope. And for some reason, when I read that, I was like a spark of hope that I just like immediately underlined it because I was like, that is so beautiful. Um, and I, I instantly started thinking about like, um, like all the times, like God's given me a spark of hope in times when I have had uh, hard things going on in my life. Um, and that little spark of hope, I mean, that didn't, it didn't, um, immediately save King Limhi, you know, it didn't immediately fix his problems. It just gave him a little spark of hope that it's going to be okay. Like everything is going to be okay in the end. <laughs> and I just thought that was so beautiful. And, uh, it just made me think of a couple things like obviously coronavirus is like on my mind, on everyone's mind right now. Totally. And, you know, it's kind of a, a challenging situation at times. And I was thinking like different um, sparks of hope that Heavenly Father has given me in this time. And like 
one of them, this is kind of a funny example, but this is what came to my mind. Okay. So <laughs> one of them is, um, the YouTube channel, uh, it's called some good news. <laughs> and have you, have you heard of it, Jocelyn? I have heard of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I've watched one of them, but, or started one of them, but I actually forgot about it till you just said it. So I'll have to look it up again. Yeah. I think he has like five or six episodes now, but it's John Krasinski. Um, but anyway, he's just, he started this YouTube channel called Some Good News, and he's just focusing on the good things that are happening in the world right now, instead of all the bad things like all the other news channels are doing. And so that has given me a spark of hope. Anytime I watch that, it's like, uh, it's just so uplifting and inspiring to see nurses and doctors and random people, um, you know, like giving gifts to their UPS man or like, um, just beautiful things that people that are going on in the world. And that gives me a spark of hope during this, this time of, um, uncertainty. And, uh, so back to the one liner. So the spark of hope, that was just one simple little line that I read in the come follow me book. And it, it gave me all of these, these, uh, thoughts that, um, uplifted me and and gave me hope and that's just kind of how the spirit speaks to me is just through one liners so and like I always like growing up I was just like man I I always felt like I wasn't very smart with um like gospel related stuff like I feel like I didn't understand the scriptures very well I didn't understand like the historical context of everything I couldn't remember who was who and like uh, I just always just I just didn't feel like I understood things and then when I realized like five years ago that the spirit speaks to me through one liners, then, uh, that made me realize like, it doesn't matter if I understand the entire picture and the whole historical context. Well, the only thing that matters is that I, um, that I'm understanding the little small, simple truth that heavenly father is trying to teach me that day. And so that's what I focus on when I'm reading things. Now I just try to find the one simple, beautiful little truth. Um, sometimes I call it like my golden nugget, you know, <laughs> like just the one line that heavenly father wants me to learn that day. Um, and that's all that I need to focus on. And so that's, that's probably the biggest insight that I have gained over time is just, just knowing that it's just the small little truth that I need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. And, and that's how, that's how heavenly father speaks to me. So I really like that because, um, oh, with president, that's what I was going to say with president Nelson and how we hear him, you've picked up on a way that you hear him and you're able to notice it. That's how he speaks to you. I also wanted to say I'm similar in the scripture reading. I always never really didn't understand. Like I've read the book of Mormon many times, but the historical context, like you say, just didn't always click in my brain, but those, like you called them golden nuggets. I really like that, that stand out to you and are what help support you in your spiritual journey. So that's really neat. And I, I've never really thought of like the spirit speaking through one liner. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that you've noticed, you'll, you'll start to see it in your life. I bet you'll just like one little line will stand out to you or like one word. And then that's, that's all you need for that day or whatever. So yeah. yeah, I really like that. And I like that you've talked about hope as well and related to the come follow me, like, especially with everything going on. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
Okay, so what do you do or what helps you most in your striving to be spiritual? I would say the thing that helps me the most, well, there's three things. Morning routine, evening routine, and having boundaries on my phone. Oh, nice. So, do you want to tell um, us about your morning routine a little bit in the evening? Yeah. So my morning routine, so this is kind of how, what like sets my day up and grounds me. Um, kind of starts my day off on the right note. So I do five things every morning. Um, I wake up like 20 minutes before. Okay. It depends on the day. Sometimes I wake up 30 minutes. Sometimes I wake up right when my kids wake up, but normally it's like, I don't know, 20 minutes before my kids wake up is when I wake up. And that's when I do these five things. So I start with prayer and then I do meditation Oh, I should preface this. So this is, um, I used to do everything when I woke up, I used to do it, uh, in my bed in the mornings and I realized that did not work (laughs) (laughs) right back asleep. So, um, I found a place in my home that is my sacred space and it's my bathroom. And so that's where I go. (laughs) (laughs) Peace and quiet, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. And when you have a lot of kids in your house, you have to just use what's available. So, um, anyway, I made my bathroom, like, you know, I have some pictures of Christ in there and some uplifting art and quotes. I've made it as much of a (laughs) spiritual place as I can, but, um, I literally sit on the edge of the bathtub and that is where I do these things. Um, and so it's, it's, I already have my scriptures in there. I have everything ready to go. So it's set up for me to have this sacred time in the morning. But anyway, so my five things. So I go into the bathroom <laughs> now that I've explained that. Thank you. <laughs> and um, so I start off with prayer and then I do meditation. And the meditation that I do is what I learned from Brooke Snow, the Brooke Snow podcast, her She's meditation works. Yeah, yeah, she's really good. So, and I, that only takes just a couple minutes. Um, then after that, I read my scriptures and I just read the come follow me stuff for the, for the day. And then after that, I go on a mindful walk. And so, <clears throat> so what I do, so I first connect with God and then I connect with my mind doing the meditation and then I connect with my body. And so I feel like when I do those three things, then I'm grounded and I'm ready for the day. And so connecting with my body means I go on a mindful walk. So I go outside and a mindful walk for me means I go, I go through all my senses, like my five senses. So I'm like, okay, what do I see? And I notice like the beautiful trees and the beautiful grass. And then what do I hear? Oh, I hear the birds singing. Um, You know, what do I smell? Uh, I smell Krispy Kreme donuts cooking (laughs) down the road. Um, And anyway, yeah. And then uh, what do I feel? And so I just go through all my senses and I just, uh, uh, I'm just very mindful and very present in the moment. And uh, just, you know, it gives me a lot of gratitude um, to live where I live. And, and anyway, so I love doing my mindful walk. And then after that, that only takes a few minutes. Then I come back home and I do um, 10 minutes of Pilates with I do the balanced life with Robin Long Pilates. She has free Pilates on YouTube, which I love because that also helps me connect to my body. And um I feel like she's really good 
with her Pilates videos. But anyway, so I do that and then I feel like I'm ready to go for the day. I feel grounded. Um, and then in the evening, my evening routine is just pretty simple. But um, when I go to bed and when I'm saying my evening prayers, that's kind of when I, when I feel like I get the most um, revelation. And I think I was like trying to figure that out. I was like, why do I get it more in the evening than I do in the morning? And I think it's because in the evening I'm more relaxed. Like in the morning, I'm kind of like, okay, gotta hurry, gotta hurry. <laughs> you know, I have all these things I need to do today. But in the, but at night, I'm more relaxed and I don't have anything else I need to do. So that's when I feel like when I'm saying my prayers, like my husband always teases me because I'm always on my knees for such a long time. Um, and he's like, man, you say like really long prayers. And I'm like, no, they're not really long prayers. It's mostly me just kind of thinking. And when I let my mind think, uh, that's when I kind of get inspiration and ideas for how I can, you know, help a relationship with a child better or, you know, just something that I can be better at or repent at or, um, anyway, so that's my evening routine. And then, uh, boundaries with my phone also helps to, helps me to be a little bit more spiritual just because, uh, my phone is not in my bedroom. So I, it's set that, so it turns on at seven thirty in the morning and it turns off at eight o'clock at night and I keep it in the kitchen and, um, you know, I'm not on social media, have not been on social media since actually for almost two years. Well, wow. Facebook and Instagram. Um, so that has helped me. Um, but anyway, so just having some boundaries with my phone really helps because otherwise it's a trap and I get sucked in <laughs> and it distracts me from the things that are more important. Um, so it's a daily battle, but having some boundaries does help. So. Totally. And you were one who inspired me to stop on scrolling social media because I seen how much it affected you and was good for you. I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. So yeah. you are very inspiring in all of those things. I like how you put your bathroom because I'm still a bed reader of the scriptures. And it sometimes, <laughs> like you say, it just doesn't work. So I have a master bathroom now. I might have to set my bathroom up to to have my own sacred space. I like that. <laughs> yeah, bathrooms are the best. <laughs> yeah. And I like how you go through your senses. I've never, I mean, I've heard it in the past, but I never really have um, done it, I guess, in that order. But I feel like it could really help me start the day. So, yeah. And I do like Robin Long as well. I wanted to say that. And she is fairly modest in her workouts. And that's another yes. thing I really like about her. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And she does them on the beach. So that's like super relaxing. Yeah. She's modest. So I feel like I can do it in front of my kids and it's not, you know, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. She's, she's the yeah, best. If one of the kids wakes up and comes into your workout video. It's not like you're working out. Yeah. To a skinny sports <laughs> lady. <laughs> so yes. I just wanted to mention that as well that I like grabbing too. Yeah. It's not super spiritual, I guess, but it, it is. Cause it does. I don't know. It, once you stretch your body out, it helps your spiritual senses so yeah oh I feel like they're totally related I feel like um, I think they're yeah. you're right. they're more connected than sometimes we give them credit for and I I need to tap more into that connection I'm eight months pregnant so I don't do many workouts and I probably need to do more <laughs> when you're pregnant that's as much as you can do you just yeah. oh, definitely a hard <laughs> that's season. hard enough yeah for sure <laughs> okay so we're recording this podcast a little bit early but when it airs it will air 
the, or I plan for it to air the Friday before Mother's Day. I was wondering if you had maybe some valuable insight that you've learned from your own mom or a mom that you admire. Yeah. Um, well, or if you I, have a Mother's Day thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I feel really lucky because I have a really wonderful mom and she was, she's always been a very good example to me of just being a good person. And when I was thinking about this, there are two things that stand out to me that she taught us that she did a really good job of teaching us. Um, and one, one was service and the other was reading. And so with service, she did something that I feel like is pretty unique. Uh, every summer she did uh, summer service with all of us kids. So there's five of us kids. And every summer she would pick a place for us to go serve at. And once a week we would go do that service all summer long. And so from the time I was like eight years old, all the way through the end of high school, every single summer we would all go do these different service projects. So like we did a summer at um, a soup kitchen. We helped out at a therapeutic horse riding place um, where people with disabilities ride horses. We also helped clean parks one summer. Uh, We just did like a whole bunch of different things. And I feel like that really instilled in all of us kids, like a love for service. And it taught us to look outside of ourselves and uh, help out in the, you know, the communities around us. And Anyway, I feel really blessed that my mom did that. And I don't know how she did that because I thought about doing that with my own kids. And I was like, how in the world? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to wait a few years before I'd, before I'd be able to do that. But, wait until they can actually give some service, right? Yeah. <laughs> <cause> service. Yes. <laughs> but um, I hope that's something that I can do when my kids get a little bit older too, because that's a huge value that my mom taught us that I want to pass on to my kids too. Um, just spending a summer doing different service projects for people. Um, I love that. Yeah. So that I'm super grateful for that. And the other thing my mom did was that she read to us and like every night she would read to us like different books um, and different things from history. And we just all have good memories of her reading to us. And it just reminds me of that quote that uh, it goes like this, richer than I, you can never be. I had a mother who read to me. So that's how I feel about my mom. So I'm glad she read to us. And that's something else I want to pass on to my own kids too, is a love of reading. So it sounds like you've got a good start with your love of children's books and sharing that joy with your children. So that's really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. You have some valuable insight that I think these women will love and be able to incorporate in their lives. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jocelyn. I think you're the best. I I feel so grateful to have you for a friend and I love your podcast. I've listened to everything, every single episode you've ever done. (laughs) And anyway, you inspire me. So you're so so kind. Thank you. Do you have anything else you want to say before we end? Yeah, I would just end with, I just think it's important that everyone knows that they are loved, that they are very loved and that they're important and they matter. So I just hope that everyone, everyone knows that and everyone feels it today. Yeah, I really like that. Thank you so much. And hopefully we'll have Chantel on again in the future. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) You're welcome. 
So that was my interview with one of my close friends, Chantel Christensen. I hope you enjoyed that and were able to find some golden nuggets that you can take into your life that will help you better in your striving to be spiritual. I put her list of favorite children's books on the show notes, so you can look up some of those if that interests you to look into some of those children's books. If you are interested in being interviewed for the Striving to be Spiritual podcast and you have some spiritual insight you want to share, please let me know via my email address at strivingtobespiritual at gmail. Thank you for listening to these episodes and for sharing them with your friend. I really appreciate that. Until next time. This has been another episode of the Striving to be Spiritual podcast. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and tell your friends. I hope you have a great day. Until next time.